Welcome to WTBU News. I'm Camila Boehner. Boston has been cloudy lately with temperatures in the 60s. Forecasters on Monday are expecting a beautiful sunny day with temperatures reaching a high of 76 and a low of 57 degrees. The rest of the week is looking mostly sunny and warm with temperatures reaching 80 degrees in the middle of the week. Alex Corey joins us now with an update on public health concerns of COVID in Massachusetts. On Friday, Massachusetts House and Senate Chairs of the Joint Committee on Public Health and Joint Committee on Mental Health, Substance Use, and Recovery sent an email to Governor Charlie Baker and top public health and safety officials in the administration to ban the use of tear gas, pepper spray, and rubber bullets during the COVID-19 pandemic. They also asked for guidance for law enforcement and demonstrators on reducing the risk of COVID-19 transmission at large public gatherings. Senators Julian Sear and Joe Comerford and Representatives Marjorie Decker and John Mahoney signed the email, which emphasized the concern that these practices may be spreading the virus at a greater rate. They said these deterrents cause protesters to take off their face coverings, which puts them at a higher risk of infection. Many of the Black Lives Matter protests nationwide have received criticisms for not following social distancing guidelines. There have been videos of protesters not six feet apart, and some even without masks on. The group addressed these concerns by also writing they are directing protesters to wear masks at all times and to stay six feet apart from one another when possible. In Falmouth, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. And now we will head over to Stephanie Joseph on new legislation seeking reform. Congressional Democrats will be presenting new legislation on Monday that seeks to reform national policing guidelines. The creation of the Justice and Policing Act of 2020 was prompted by four leading Democrats, including the chairwoman of the Congressional Black Caucus, Representative Karen Bass of California, and Senators Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. The new law includes provisions that could ban no-knock warrants, make lynching a federal hate crime for the first time in U.S. history, and eliminate an officer's qualified immunity against being held legally responsible for denying someone their constitutional rights. The law would direct states on how to use federal grants to enforce body and dashboard camera usage and de-escalation techniques. Lawmakers believe that even though, quote, no single policy prescription will erase the decades of systemic racism and excessive policing, it's time we create structural change with meaningful reforms, unquote. Democrats believe that the Justice and Policing Act of 2020 will pass in the House, but remain unsure of how the Senate will respond. In Laurel, Maryland, I'm Stephanie Joseph for WTBU News. Thanks, Stephanie. We go now to Andrea Sherman with an elections update. Former Vice President Joe Biden plans to travel to Houston to meet with the family of George Floyd and will provide a video message for Floyd's funeral service. A Biden aide on Sunday described the plans of the Democratic presidential candidate. They did not include attending the service. Biden expects to give the family his condolences, said the aide, who discussed Biden's plans on the condition of their identity remaining anonymous. Funeral services Monday will follow a six-hour viewing for Floyd, who was raised in Houston. Burial is set for Tuesday in the Houston suburb of Pearland. Floyd died after a police officer in Minnesota pressed a knee into his neck for several minutes, even after Floyd stopped moving and was pleading for air. His death has sparked days of protest around the U.S. and led to a national discussion of police treatment of African Americans and institutional racism. In Roseville, California, I'm visiting reporter Andrea Sherman for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Subramanian on India and China's territory standoff. 
India and China are set to peacefully solve their dispute regarding the standoff in Ladakh. The two countries have agreed to resolve their disagreements over shared territory. The announcement comes a day after the top commanders of both the countries met on Saturday near Chushul on the Chinese side. There is a long-standing argument between the two countries regarding where the border of one country ends and the other starts. The situation was worsened when Chinese troops moved into the disputed border of the Himalayas. India's Ministry of External Affairs released a statement on Sunday regarding the new method adopted by the countries to resolve the issue. The statement said that the meeting took place in a cordial and positive atmosphere and that both the countries will resolve the conflict in accordance with various bilateral agreements. The statement also refers to the meetings between both the leaders, Narendra Modi and Xi Jinping, who met last October and agreed to cooperate and improve the relationship between the two countries. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Jenny Kornreich, Megan Gregoire, Alex Corey, and Griffin Buck, I'm Camila Boehner reporting from Miami, Florida for WTBU News.